Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Ahoy, matey. Well, hey, I heard on that intro, this guy's actually a former talk show host. Well, one of the big stations I was at was KTAR in Phoenix, and they are the voice of the suns. Say, uh, it's good to be with you, Captain Steve. I'm going to uh, report on the uh, nature of the get-up here in, uh, in, in, in just a moment, but it's uh, great having you come to visit me here at Steve's Cottage. I'm Steve Horner, and I think I've got a, a real good, interesting show for you once again. But uh, just a couple of cleanup notes from last week's program. I was talking to you about my uh, my sweetheart, Carol, and how we went down to Palm Desert and spent a couple of days at a beautiful resort, and we were running around town seeing things and hiking and having a good time with different uh, upscale restaurants. And uh, I told you she has flashes of Judy Garland. And, you know, I told her that I said that on the podcast, and as she's talking, I'm saying... You know, sweetie, you know, it's not so much your looks. However, you do have a cute little uh, l- a- a- appeal about you that uh, resembles uh, lots of different uh, uh, Hollywood girls, depending on your mood. And uh, But I think it's your voice and her inflection that gets me most about her Judy Garland. And, you know, it's, uh, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. And she's just got that uh, appeal. And uh, when I told her that, well, she laughed because, you know, she's uh, heard it before. But another thing that we did while we were down in uh, uh, Palm Desert, which was really fun, is that, you know, it, it uh, was you know it's still getting dark early, and it was getting dark earlier back in whenever we went here in December. And uh, <clears throat> we went to a, uh, a highfalutin uh, uh, area of shopping that uh, is probably uh, matches Rodeo Drive, but it's called El Paseo. And I don't know much Spanish, but I'm assuming that probably means the path, the trailway, Paseo. Or is it Paseo? Probably Paseo. And, uh, and uh, then when we came back to her home in West Covina, we were still feeling like uh, eating out. And so we were going to go down and uh, have a, uh, a Chinese meal. But on the way there, they had put in a new uh, upscale deli hot dog joint with uh, wooden benches and kind of a friendly uh, beach uh, environment. And so I had a tall uh, PBR, tall, tall cold PBR with my deli hot dog and fries, and and uh, and I uh, suggested she have a Coors banquet, which she tasted and loved uh, the uh, the wheat flavor of it, and uh, we had another nice nice time. But uh, oh, and then and then after supper, and we just had that one beer, so uh, we went out and went. Uh, uh, holiday uh, Christmas tree uh, viewing. And sometimes I have a tendency to get ahead of myself on this program. At El Paseo, we were checking out lights. Okay, we were checking out Christmas tree lights on the way to our restaurant. That light. The, the only disappointing thing about it is that they were all in white. And El Paseo has every upscale name brand in America. This is what Carol was saying, and she's a shopper, and I believe her. And, and I mean, it, it was probably a mile, mile and a half and uh, every upscale name you can, but all white lights. 
And uh, it was pretty and well done and everything. But then after supper when, uh, with our deli dogs, uh, we went in and around Covina and West Covina, and uh, people are really were really in the mood to do the lights. And uh, some of them were really downright funny because, you know, just one one had like a dozen different giant blow-up Santas next to each other. And that, that's funny. A lot of them really super extravagant and uh, and a lot of nonsensical stuff. And uh, it was uh, it was fun. Well, so anyhow, it's a great new year. And uh, and uh, before I talk about the purpose of my captain's hat, my Navy hat today, and I know my friend John, who was in the Navy on the Mekong River, patrolling uh, patrolling the Mekong River during the t- in, in Vietnam, the same time I was there, sixty seven and sixty eight. Uh, he's going to say, Steve, it's not a captain's hat. I know, doesn't have the uh, eggs on the front, whatever. But it's the best they had when I was doing this. When I when I f- bought this at a surplus store 19, uh, 30 years ago. So uh, so I understand, John, it's not a captain's hat, but I am known uh, in my other life as Captain Hookup. So I'm going to give you a web address, and you can see me wearing the same hat. And it's a fun show if it's your job to do a club membership, get-to-know-you type of program. Chambers of Commerce have me in to do this because different business owners like to know different business owners. And my format helps people get to know each other. And so they can form uh, singles dances, uh, singles parties. Uh, a lot of bars like to bring in Captain Hookup uh, on a slow night. And uh, because the online show, uh, I, I'll do it live, but it'll cost more. The online version is only 75 bucks, and, 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 and you'll get the whole gist of it when you go to CaptainHookup.com. Captain is C-A-P-T-A-I-N. Hookup has a hyphen. If you don't know what a hyphen is, you won't enjoy the program. So it's hookup with a hyphen.com, captainhookup.com. Check it out. Well, for today's program, we're talking New Year's. And, uh, and uh, I'm of the firm belief that in this uh, new year and all my New Year's, I am the captain of my ship. Okay? As I go, the ship goes. My ship is my body, brain, mind, and soul. So as I'm cruising this life in my ship of life, it is my will that steers the ship down the stream of life, and merrily, merrily we go. Sometimes, however, the inevitable storm hits. It is my job as the captain of my body, mind, and soul to steer us clear of the rocks, clear of other hazards, get us back out to deep water where we can sail merrily, merrily down the stream again in happiness and sunshine. So I am the captain of my ship, and I urge you to once again to to also Don your metaphysical, your metamor. Uh, Sean, what's the word? Meta, meta, 
Yeah. Metaphysical metamorphosis. No, not, no, no, it's your, Meta- uh, it's, it's, it, it is your make believe. I'm, I'm metaphysically speaking. I'm, uh, metaphorically, metaphorically speaking. Thank you. Okay. Senor. I knew it was a meta. Yeah, it was, it, it is. Thank you. It's, it's so, so metaphorically speaking, don your captain's hat and become the captain of your ship. This means minus the blame game. You're not blaming people for your uh, for for hitting the rocks or running into the whirlpools. You are the captain of your body, mind, and soul, and as your will demands, your ship winds its way down that beautiful stream of life and toward your heaven, heavenly kingdom and eternal salvation. As for me, my plan is to stay afloat another 45 years. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go to 120. And my, my thinking on that is how many times have you heard people say, I'm going to live to be 120? Maybe never. And if you don't set goals, you're not going to reach them. I know a lot of people who in my life said, I don't think I want to live past 75. I don't think I want to live past 90. I don't want to live if I'm, if, if I'm laid up or not, not, not perfectly healthy. And to that I say, screw that. You're only, you're, you're only as Schlitz Beer used to say, you only go around once. So, so, so stretch it out. Tough it out. Join me. I'm going to 120, baby, and I want your company. In fact, you're invited on my ship. No, you're the captain of your own ship. Well, anyhow, I've been telling you about my uh, personal social activism against uh, gender-based pricing at places of uh, public accommodation, oftentimes known as ladies' night or pool parties, women get in free, uh, big time in Vegas, but across the country, except in the states where I've busted. No, 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 no. Not on my watch. Public accommodations demand equal service advantages and prices for everybody, men, women, LGBTQ, WXYZ people, men, women, regardless of race and religion. And uh, you're not going to pull the uh, tits at the bar time favor uh, based pricing uh, on my watch. And it burns a lot of people because they figure women do get favors, but that's sexist to me. And to the people that I have introduced the concept of equality in this arena, they, they now agree with me. And those are the kind of women that I date, that I have dated, that, I, uh, that, that feel compelled to talk to me and discuss issues of importance those are the kind of ships that, that those are the type of captains, ships, uh, ship captains that I enjoy interacting with. But it sure brings lots of ridicule. And uh, because this is a, a society who feels that women should have favors and certain people should have favors. And it seems, well, here, here, here's a little, here, here's a little something I, I, I wanted to tell you about is that when I took one of these uh, uh, big, Big giant outfits. What was the name of them? I'm not prepared to tell you that right now. Big giant entertainment a- a- outfit out of uh, Las Vegas took them to court and, uh, and and sued them for charging me more into one of their pool parties. Hackasan. 
Yeah, they've got a big nightclub. I think it's H-A-K-K-A-S-A-A-N, something like that. Big international multi-billion dollar entertainment. So I took them to court. So they hired this uh, Jewish woman. And I say that because she was always telling me she's Jewish. And her name is Elena Yuka. And she's now a district judge in Nevada. And I think most of them are women there. And, she, and, and during the deposition, she kept asking me ridiculous and irrelevant questions as, Mr. Horner, do you typically use the women's or the men's bathroom? And I was upset. I said, I'm not going to answer your stupid questions. That's totally irrelevant to the place. Well, anyhow, and you see, the, 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 the deal is, is that, you know, here's a Jew ridiculing me for standing up for my rights. Wasn't there something called the Holocaust where the Jews suffered irreparable harm and violence against their rights? But now she's, she's railing on me for standing up for my rights. I should be applauded. But that's the way we have it these days. Jews and blacks and women and Native Americans and people in wheelchair and queers and lesbians and all. They all want their rights. But not white guy Steve. He doesn't deserve it. And and you know what that means to me? That is racist. That's fighting against God's creed of we're all created equal. Well, yeah, but white guys, they're privileged. Baloney. That would be racist. And to even give them welfare money based on their religion, creed, race, gender, that is sexist and racist. It's saying, well, you can't cut it because you're a woman. Affirmative action. You can't cut it, sweetie, because you're a woman, so you need favors. Not on my watch. My ship will knock you right out of the water. So I was uh, getting pretty fed up one and, and, uh, with, with Ladies' Night. So Yuka and her uh, uh, lawyer, uh, the judge, it was uh, it, it was uh, going to be settled independently, and so the judge had uh, had uh, brought this uh, in, into a settlement. And the judge, who was an attorney, and he was getting ready to go out of town and uh, settle down in uh, Michigan. Good luck with that. What a dope! He listened to the whole thing. You know, I was fighting it because, well, nevertheless, other than this, other than this, he 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 just simply said. Uh, Mr. Horner, I don't believe you. <laughs> you know, I don't believe you. Believe me, what? I, I, the whole incentive, the, the whole incentive, the whole thing, and he just told me that you know today you think it's Wednesday, I think it's Tuesday. You're out, done. That was it. You know, you, it's you've heard the old thing, can't fight city hall. Well, so then, uh, it, so I'm done, and I'm doing this all pro se on my own. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and the Jew women wins by denying me my, my, my rights. So you think I have much sympathy with Jews and their frickin' uh, accusations of uh, anti-Semitism rising? Hell no, Joe. So, uh, <clears throat> and uh, so, so, I, so I, I, I went to federal court. Because if I lost on, on, on the same biased reasoning, I could appeal and take it to, uh, you know, the Ninth Circuit Court in San Francisco, and w- which has been uh, 
made to be more of a conservative court thanks to uh, Donald Trump appointing several conservative judges in uh, in San Francisco court there, Ninth uh, Circuit Court. And if I lost there, I could take it to the Supreme Court of the uh, country. Well, it, it, it didn't get that far. A, um, a woman out of uh, Nev- uh, Las Vegas heard the case. Her name is Christina Silva. She, uh, she, she, I was telling her about how this, you know, uh, thing is like Jim Crow, you know, about people getting screwed over because of their, uh, you know, the race and religion and color of their skin and, and, uh, all this kind of stuff. And, 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 uh, and, you know, and when it comes to cases of discrimination in America, uh, you know, most people lend a sympathetic ear. You know, after all, it was Abraham Lincoln and John Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. who said, you know, you screw one guy out of his rights, you screw them all. And you're not going to have equal rights if even one person suffers inequality. So this was my mentality going in. Well, she said, no, we're not going to allow you to have your rights. And, uh, and, And besides, you have filed this case before. I said, no, it was never judged on its merits, you see, with the, uh, with the case with uh, uh, Elena Yuka, and there was another one that I talked to you about on the last show uh, with, uh, what was her name? She was another uh, blonde ditzy. She was a blonde ditzy judge who escaped to uh, Texas, living anonymously, anonymously down there. She was beating her son up on the couch. Oh, well, anyhow, you remember. Go back and listen to the show. So I said, Judge, these were never judged on their merits. They were only excused and tossed out because they said I didn't serve it uh, properly or that I didn't do this, that, or anything else. It was always in in inconsequential trivialities, technicalities. She said, well, it's been hurt. No, it it wasn't. So I, I, I lost on that case. And then she had said something else that I said, uh, um, oh, well, anyhow, I'm not going to take up a lot of time with that. She, she said something else that was co- to- totally, totally contradictory to the facts. And uh, that was uh, all written up in her, um, in her uh, letter of dismissal. So I, I, I sent a letter of... Um, so I wasn't, I, I, I got tired of it. And I wasn't going to pay $600 to have San Francisco, the Court of Appeals here, because, you know, it was going to be the same stuff on the wall, smelling the same, just a different day. And I, 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 I just don't think courts, uh, now I did have a couple of courts rule in my favor in Minnesota and uh, Colorado, because you know, I'll tell you why they were male judges, and uh, but but you get a woman on this, and uh, oh, I know what it was with Christina Silva. I said early on in the hearing, I said, I don't want a woman on this. Well, that's sexist. No, it's not. It's like a lawyer screening his jury panel, and you know they do it on race. You know they do it on religion. They, and you know they do it on gender. I said, that's the same difference. I don't want a woman to hear this. 
Well, she came up with something really, really baffling that uh, also denied me of my constitutional uh, rights. And uh, she said something of how audacious it was to put me in the same shoes of a Jim Crow victim and something else like that. And I said, lady, you don't need to have uh, lynching in order to have your rights violated. So they just don't understand this, and they come at me with a real revengeful heart. And so I, I, I wrote up some of the notes that I've just been rattling here with you about Martin Luther and about John Kennedy and rights and so on and so forth. And I sent it out to, a, 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 to the Ninth Court of Appeal. And they sent me back a clarification saying I needed to sign this in order for them to go. And they said they can't appeal it because I didn't sign an appeal or pay the upfront fee. But if I feel as though there was discrepancies and, 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 and erroneous uh, dismissal reasons, then uh, they, they can uh, tackle, tackle the, uh, the issue. So I sent it out to the um, uh, lots of different people at different big uh, newspapers and the Nevada Bar Association and to the Associated Press and to um, Clark County Bar Association and, uh, and, and, and the Ninth Court of Appeals is the only one I've heard back from. So it's, a, it's, it's pretty pathetic and maybe you don't give a damn and, you know, I'm getting to the point where I don't either, but... When it comes to people's rights, <laughs> I don't much give a damn about their rights now either, you see. So I, I think that's kind of what happens when uh, you get um, screwed over. And uh, I'm trying to fight that, that feeling of anger. And uh, I'm mostly uh, successful with it. And I do know from my own experiences that I'm the type of a guy, if something's drown- somebody's drowning, I am the first in the water. I'm not going to just throw him a life jacket and say, here you go, Joe, catch it and swim in. No, I'm after him. I know that from my military service, from my life. And, but, so I, I, I will help. I will be the first in the water, but it does kind of uh, egg me. It, it does kind of piss me off. Anyhow, you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago and here just a moment ago about women in the bar. Let's talk about cunts behind the bench. And of course, with me, cunts is an acronym, can't understand normal thinking. Let's talk a little bit about cunt chronicles. Here's one I've been trying to get to for, for quite a number of weeks. The Clark County School District and I see we have, uh, we're, we're coming down to the, uh, our, our boat is about ready to dock again here for the last couple of moments of this program. But, it, but it's been fun. I'm so happy that you could join me. But the Clark County School District is all comprised of cunts on the board. I think there's seven of them, no men. They are the most dysfunctional school district in the country. They're, they are the fifth largest they are always last when it comes to curriculum, to budget, to personnel. I mean, I'm talking about managing budget. They probably have more money than any other school district in the country. But uh, in, in terms of uh, graduation and truancies and safety and suicides, they are the last in the country. They're the fifth largest. And it's all run by cunts. 
So how long will America continue to shy away from the obvious problem of women in control is anti-Bible, anti-logic, we've seen it bust, and they just keep saying, well, let's be fair and bring the black person in because he's black. Let's bring the woman in because she's a woman. Would you bring a quarterback in for the Green Bay Packers because she needs a break? Answer, no. And if you did and had three or four successive losing seasons, what would be the result? Would anybody still say, well, because you got the woman at quarterback? I don't know. I kind of doubt it the way it's going. You know, people need to get their heads out of their butts and show the world that they mean business and their ship is being deterred because of illogical uh, policymakers called, and I call them cunts. I ain't voting for them. But I'm telling you, folks, I've had a ball here. Once again, if you have any complaints, the good, bad, or ugly, I'd like to hear from you. You just uh, write me at steve at stevehornerbooks.com. You can see the audio version of this at Facebook or at uh, stevehornerbooks.com. Just go to the menu line on the top page of the homepage, and uh, when the index rolls down, be sure to pop on YouTube down at the bottom, and you can see and hear these uh, programs. Well, listen, this is Steve Horner. Be sure you stay on that rugged, less-traveled path of life. It's more fun, provides better scenery, and offers much richer rewards. So until next time you come to visit, I want to tell you, keep your ship going straight down that stream and take real good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.